Welcome to the Readout Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Welchens. And when I read this book we're talking about today, I developed a rare disease. We call it BII, book-induced insomnia. I found myself unable to sleep, riveted by the pages of this book until 2 to 3 a.m. in the morning. I finished this book in record time, but found myself unable to satisfy the void it left behind. Talk to your healthcare provider before reading this book. By proceeding with this podcast, you are acknowledging full responsibility for what may happen after. At Read Out, our belief is that to lead out, you have to read out. And to read out means to read well and to read broadly. Almost every great leader in history has been a reader. And we wholeheartedly agree with Margaret Fuller when she said, today a reader, tomorrow a leader. Reading is not optional to leadership. It's not the side dish, it's the main course. And in order to become a great leader, you have to dig in. But here's the problem. We here at Readout know that in this day and age, time and energy is hard to come by. My hope is to save you that time and energy and bring you reviews of the best books that can have impact in your life right now. Then I wanna teach you to get the most out of these books so that you can become the leader you've always dreamed of being faster than you ever imagined. Our dream is to create a movement of young adults passionate about reading and dangerously effective at leading. So if you're new, welcome to the movement. This week, we're continuing the Readout podcast with a series called Gateway Books. We put a lot of work into selecting the books that will help you develop a serious book addiction, if not cataclysmic, full-blown book dependency. To be really straightforward, our hope with this series is to get you hooked. We're wanting you to imagine a lifestyle where your first inclination in your free time is to pick up a book and read it. With these first four books, we want to help you develop that addiction. And I hope by the end of this series, you can't help yourself. You've lost control and the addiction has won. Former President John Quincy Adams once said, whoever tells the best story wins. I wholeheartedly believe this to be true. Our human nature pulls us to the best stories available. We crave stories. In fact, in his article, The Psychological Comforts of Storytelling, Cody Delistrati details an incredible story. In 1845, archaeologists discovered 12 ancient tablets. They were written in a strange alphabet no one had the skills to read. Blown away by this discovery, yet discouraged by the challenge of translation, the archaeologists gave up figuring out what was written on these tablets and donated them to a museum to sit in obscurity for decades until George Smith came along. From an early age, he had been taken by the tablets and decided he would be the one to crack the code. When he had enough training, he began the impossible task of translating the tablets. Listen to this powerful line he said after translating the 11th tablet. I am the first person to read that after 2,000 years of oblivion. That's real life. He actually said that. And that's incredible. He was the first person to read the strange alphabet on these tablets for over 2,000 years. As an aside, I mean, don't you wish you had those skills? I mean, that's incredible. To be able to translate a foreign alphabet no one's ever read before, that would be so incredible. Well, eventually he cracked the code and had translated all the tablets. What information did they hold? What could have been so important 3,000 years ago that they had painstakingly spent time and resources to record this information on 12 tablets? What was it? It was a story. The oldest story in the world. 
Gilgamesh. Now, if you're like me, Gilgamesh brings many memories, chief of which was searching for the cliff notes to sound like I knew what I was talking about in high school English class. But think about it. Humanity loves stories so much that we will do whatever it takes to get the best stories out there. Stories are one of the most incredible inventions ever. And with them, we can do amazing things. We can communicate a larger truth. Want to get your point across. Tell a story. I mean, politicians know this. Tell stories. That gets people's attention. Great communicators know this. With stories, we can live someone else's life. Presidents, criminals, anybody you can imagine. You can live their experience, their life by reading their story. Or you can enter another world. The most famous stories out there, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Marvel, they're all incredible stories and you get to enter another world where you're experiencing what life is like in a different reality. Stories are incredible. Back in the day, this process was simple. If you wanted a story, you only had a couple of options. You could look up what movies were playing at your local theater and choose from a limited set of options of what story you wanted to invest in. Otherwise, you could hit the library or the bookstore, check out a limited selection of curated books and choose the one you thought was worthy. The best story would eventually win out. Yet today we have a problem. The best stories no longer win. And why is that? Let's take a closer look. Today, as we all know, things are no longer as simple as they used to be. Every time you log on to social media, browse the internet, scroll through a blog, there are countless forces tracking everything you do. They build massive stockpiles of data on you in order to influence you. And in some ways, this is good. I mean, finding that pair of Nike Portmores you never knew existed, I like that. I like that they give me that information so I can act on that. But sadly, more than not, this influence is designed to get you to take an action for a third party, which may or may not have your best interest in mind. What does that mean with the stories we take in today? Stories are no longer judged by the inherent quality or worth they possess. They're mostly judged by what will make these companies the most money. The stories presented to us on Netflix, Kindle, Hulu, Prime, and so on are no longer built to add value to your lives. They're built to get you clicking and binging. I mean, think about this. Netflix openly said that sleep was their greatest competitor. Do you think a company like this has your best interests in mind? I'd wager not. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a big time fan of the greatest stories told through these companies. They have some amazing stories to tell. But take a look around and most of these stories aren't great. In fact, they're put on these services and they're designed to pull you in and not let you up for air to think about the effects it's having on you and your soul. A recent study done by the Harris Poll found that 81% of people don't read as much as they'd like to. 81% of people. And if you're like me, you're probably one of them. But how can we, with these forces arrayed against us, fight back and find the best stories? Here's my suggestion. In order to fight back, you have to find the best stories. There are a few stories that will break through the noise. You need a story that can fight back and grab your attention and soul so that you can break free. And that's just the book we're talking about today. When I was a junior in college, I lived in a fraternity house. As you can imagine, it wasn't the most reading-friendly place, but during that year, a friend of mine recommended a book to me. To be honest, I wasn't ready for a story this good. And it's called Unbroken. And it's written by the phenomenal Laura Hillenbrand. This book is a better story. 
It's hands down one of the best books I've ever read. And it's compounded by the fact that it's 100% true, real-life, nonfiction. Unbroken details the life of Louis Zamperini and what an unbelievable life it was. To keep it spoiler-free, let me just give a little snapshot of Louis' life. First-generation immigrant, Italian, like myself, so I'm a little biased. He was an Olympic runner. He was a World War II vet, a prisoner of war, an Olympic torch runner, and an all-around champ of mental toughness and forgiveness. I was spellbound by this book, and my addiction to the binge-watching culture was forced to take a seat. Not only will this book feed your reading addiction, it will develop you in leadership in ways that only a story of this caliber could. Now, some of you are saying, I've seen the movie. It was okay. Let me address this real quick. The Unbroken movie was one of the biggest mishandlings of a book source material of all time. I mean, they largely missed the point of the entire book and the spirit that made Louis so incredible. I'm a huge movie fan, but this one missed the mark entirely. Skip the movie. It's no good. Now listen to this leadership gold from this book. Listen to the description of Louis Zamperini from this book. This is what it said. Confident that he was clever, resourceful, and bold enough to escape any predicament, Louis was almost incapable of discouragement. When history carried him into war, this resilient optimism would define him. This is what you got to know about Louis. He was incapable of discouragement, an essential quality to leadership. Louis' trials and attitudes will give you hope and perspective to break through to the next levels of leadership. It's an incredible leadership skill to learn by viewing his story. And here are some shortcuts to greatness. Every week at Readout, we're going to break down the books we review and recommend some shortcuts to greatness. In other words, if you read this book, these are the two to three things that will give you the most bang for your buck. Check them out. This week's shortcuts to greatness are, number one, forgiveness. One of my biggest problems with the Unbroken movie is that it missed the theme of the second half of the book. The entire second half of the book is about forgiveness. Forgiveness is an essential leadership tool. In order to love others well, you have to be able to forgive them always. That doesn't mean naive forgiveness where you just pretend the wrong never occurred, but true forgiveness at a heart level where you are set free from the control of hate and spite. Louis is faced with a huge obstacle to forgiveness. He endures some of the most hateful actions one human can do to another. His journey towards forgiveness is life-changing to say the least. Tune in and learn from Louis on this. The second shortcut to greatness is this, like we talked about before, realistic optimism in the face of trials. Another way that famed business consultant Jim Collins puts this is the Stockdale Paradox. And what the Stockdale Paradox stands for is the ability to never lose hope while also facing the brutal facts of reality. Unchecked optimism is a recipe for disaster, but optimism tied to the reality of your situation is a recipe for unwavering perseverance. If you can learn this from Louis, you will be able to weather the toughest test life can throw your way. Learn to embrace the facts of any situation while not losing hope, and you will become unstoppable. Louis paints the roadmap to this kind of mindset. In order to become a reader, you have to find stories that can engage you and compete with the other addictive, lower quality stories out there. If you can find these stories, you will find yourself glued, in some ways literally addicted to the stories that bring life, growth, and leadership ability. Laura Hillenbrand, in her book Unbroken, will help you do just that. Do yourself a favor and pick it up as soon as you can and start choosing to surround yourself with the best stories. Let the best stories win in your life. 
As we continue this series, we're going to bring you one more book that we believe will help you become a devoted book junkie. Join me next week as we reveal book number four of Gateway Books. As we close this podcast, I want you to remember that life is too short for bad books. To see what I'm reading right now, follow me on Goodreads at my profile, www.goodreads.com slash or visit me on Instagram at jakewelchins. This podcast is brought to you by the Launchpad Podcast Collection and performed and written by myself, Jake Welchins. Podcast production by the one and only Logan Bonjean. See you next time on Readout.